Welcome to the Good Talk Podcast, where we remind you of the joy of life, the love of God, and the possibilities that lie ahead. Pete and Jordan here with episode 82. Audacious faith. Ooh. That sounds inspiring. It's going to (laughs) be. I'm just kidding. I know. Yeah, I'm excited. It's going to be a perspective shift for some of you listening to this You have not even like prefaced me on this one. Usually I kind of have an idea. I do not know what this one's about. I know. It's it's kind of, it's new. It's very fresh for me. Okay. I'm ready for it. Um, I just got back from the mall. How many days do we have at the time of this recording till Christmas? I think today is the day 13th, the 14th. Yeah, 14th. So like... 11 days. That's crazy. We're almost down to single digits, friends. Crazy. I feel like it always goes so fast once it Mm. hits December. It feels like it's never going to get here until like December 1st and then it flies. I think from today, like December 14th, 15th on is when it really takes off. I love it though. It makes me, I get so excited. It's going to be fun. But I went to the mocks, you know, like there's certain people that I don't even know how to online shop for because Mm -hmm. online shopping, I feel like means you know what you're looking for. Yes. Whereas at the mall, at least like back in the old school days when you literally would just go and run around. That's how you got Christmas presents. Yeah, you just, just walked walk around, around the mall. Hoping you find something. That was me today <laughs> for somebody. And I was like, because I didn't even know what to look for online. So I'm like, maybe I'll go and be like, you know, inspired by something I mm-hmm. walk past. No, I wasn't inspired because I was mad because it was so freaking packed. I couldn't even like find a parking <laughs> spot. It's a Wednesday at like, I don't know, two o'clock, like in the middle of the day. Well, I don't know why all these people are here. Probably because I'm there. Like yeah. same reason. You are but a part of the problem. I know. I just feel like I was like, oh, I'm going to have a good, like clear space to like shop. No, it's not. And I kind mm. of enjoy it. I like the hustle and bustle. I love it. But I was kind of wanting to get in and get out. But oh well. Um, I do. I kind of, I kind of. Miss, miss and then I kind of don't miss. Like I love online shopping. It's so easy. It just shows yeah. up at your door. Yeah. But you are right. You got to know what you're looking for because the times I go online, like on Amazon, I'm just browsing oh, like you lose your life wi- in gifts it. for mothers. <laughs> it's just it just like doesn't work. Soap and and it's terrible stuff. Sauna bath. Yeah, yeah, it is. But anyways, I there I have a couple people on my list this year that it's just hard. Yeah. To buy for my dad is so hard to buy for. He is buys he the hardest person on your list to buy for every year? Uh, probably just because I don't understand the interests he has. Not that I don't, like I know some of his interests, but I don't know how to really buy for them. Yeah, yeah. And then he buys himself everything throughout the year. So it's like by the time Christmas comes along, he's already got everything he wants. So it's really hard to be creative and I want to be thoughtful, but it's like I'm past the age of like, hey dad, here's a homemade Christmas gift, because uh, I used yeah. to do that for my parents growing up. We weren't allowed to buy them. We just made them. I think, I think you might be the hardest person on my list. Oh, my gosh. Or uh, actually my dad. My I'm dad. rolling my eyes. My dad might be my hardest, but you are close. I Okay, first of all, anyone in my life who buys for me would say the opposite of that. I, no. I love all things girly, clothes, hair stuff, shoes. You want me to go buy you, you a bunch just, of clothes? You, exactly. Do you want me to exactly. go buy you a bunch of That's clothes? That's my point. It's because you personally have a <laughs> an, um, lack of gift set around gifting. <laughs> I don't know how to say that nicer. But like, and you're wonderful at other things and it's thoughtful. But he gave me a necklace one year. Oh man, I'm not even going to say what it looked like because in case one of you has it on and you think it's great, you know, I mean, it, it was very basically, popular. Basically, let's just say I had a feeding utensil wrapped around a <laughs> necklace. It, it, 
that's not true. It was. It was a spoon. It was wrapped around a metal chain. It wasn't like a spoon. It was really. the. It was a hundred percent a spoon. It was? Yes, the head mm. of a spoon. Anyway, that's <laughs> fine. Maybe that was cool. Then I just uh, missed the memo. Well, I have a gift for all of you who are having a hard time finding a gift. This is a shameless plug, but I actually do think it's a good gift. And um, because I think we all have that person that we're like, okay, yeah, I, I can get him a, you know, I can get my dad a tire and get my son a pair of tennis shoes. But then past that, we kind of get stuck. So I'm going to help those of you. Here we are, mid to late December, and you're looking for a gift for that person. It could be a son, a daughter, a friend, a coworker, and you're like, I have no idea what to get them. Here's my proposal to you. We have an online course called Goal Getter. Yep, I'm pulling it up on my phone. Oh, you are? Yep. Great. And um, I, I think it's a great gift. And people have done this over the years, bought, bought the Goal Getter course. For, for people. Yeah, for people, for their husband, for their you know college-age kid or recent graduate or whatever. And I think it's a great gift because essentially what you're saying in buying this is I believe in you. And I believe in your dreams and your goals. And I may not know personally how to support you to get there. Yeah. But I know this will help. Yeah. It's a really um, practical kind of course. And it doesn't take a ton of their time. It's not like one of those things that, gosh, you got to set aside like an hour a day. It's it's totally like go at your own um, time, do whenever yeah. you can. But it's a perfect timing because it's going into the new year, yeah. which is when we do this big push a lot of times um, in the past is kind of setting people up for the new year. Um, and obviously if you listen to our podcast last week, we're huge proponents of that, just kind of already being ready so that you can just like hit the ground running in 2023. Um, but it has six course videos and then along with each of those videos has like worksheets and downloads that you can work through it on your own. So it's not just like, okay, listening and, you know, digesting it. It's also being able to say, how does this apply to me and what can I do? So, so I did like six modules or six ten different teachings i did on video mm-hmm. and then created these exercises that kind of go around it to help them yeah. and you know again i wish i so wish i could personally coach every person who has a dream or a goal that they're struggling a little bit on it's not practical and everybody cannot afford one-on-one coaching because mm-hmm. it can be pretty expensive but this is something that, what's the cost 89 dollars. 89 bucks like it's perfect and it really is helpful and it goes into so many of the things we talk about on this podcast mm-hmm. about how you transition from a default life to a designed life mm-hmm. a life where you're choosing you're not just responding to the things around you and i think that you know the fastest way to get from where you are today to where you want to be is goals mm-hmm. and most people do not know how to set goals that are actually achievable and i just i don't know i i I think i kind of wrote down in my notes like who i think that this would be good for if you're thinking right now like oh would this be a good gift for somebody Mm -hmm. and it's anybody who needs help effectively setting going setting and going after a big goal or a dream if you find yourself endlessly talking about new projects but never seem to make any progress, if you feel overwhelmed by your goals because they seem too big or they seem too complex, if you tend to procrastinate and lose focus on your goals or your dreams, or if you're just trapped in the daily routine of life and you really can never find a way to accommodate space or time for your goals, those are the individuals that I think would benefit from this the most. And the bottom line is, and I really believe this with all my heart, that's why I do coaching, your goals and your dreams are just too important to leave up 
to chance or some faulty system. And this, this is especially why I think this is a great gift for your like young adult kids. Mm-hmm. Like they just got out of college, they're starting to pursue things. College never teach, like I don't know no. why. There should be a whole class in college about how to create systems around setting goals and achieving those goals because that's so much of what life ends up becoming. Yeah, it's so true. And this is so, I I took this course with you. You've taken, I mean, I don't even know how many dozens of people through this, through group coaching and one-on-one coaching. Like you obviously kind of unveil some of your tools from coaching, which I think is super cool. Um, and it, it's really, it's evergreen, right? So like once you have this stuff, you can use it as you have new goals and like push past what you've already accomplished. So, um, I really love it. I, the, the worksheets I think are what did it for me, like for being sure. able to really get in the nitty gritty of it. It's not just like an inspiring quote anymore. It's like, okay, wait, I got to do this and yeah. here's how. So I love it. Absolutely. I, I, I just think it's a great gift for that person that you're like, I don't know what to get them. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Um, if you're interested, you can go to the Goal Getter Course, G O A L, GoalGetterCourse.com. So the GoalGetterCourse.com, and you'll see all the information there. We actually break down what each video is. So it's like, or what, what each session title is. So you can kind of get a gist of where it's going. Um, and there's two bonuses there's energy audit and um, other things that are just like kind of above and beyond what you would normally get in the course. Um, so you can buy it there, and you'll see other options like group coaching that's not currently available right now we'll let you guys know if that enrolls again um but for now it's that self-guided course if you have any trouble there's a contact form there and you can let us know but um we really are huge fans of it for obvious reasons hopefully not a biased reason but um i just think it's at a great price point we had it priced higher we pulled it down for the holidays um so i think it's really kind of a cool opportunity and a sweet gift there you go i love it Enough plug. There you go. You want to talk about Christmas some? Yeah. Let's do this. Uh, And if you're listening to this post-Christmas, don't turn it off because I actually think that what we're talking about here applies any time of the year. I'm just kind of basing it off a little bit of the Christmas story that was actually new to me. Yeah. So you you have this Christmas story, and and I know everybody listens to this podcast uh, doesn't, you know, come from and or participate in the Christian faith, but that's our background Mm -hmm. and um, the faith tradition that we practice. And Christmas is a big deal in the Christian faith, but but it's it's almost like such a big deal, and we've participated in it, celebrated it, some of us, for decades now, that you become so accustomed to all the characters and all the storylines that you almost become a little bit numb to it. Mm-hmm. And so I'm actually teaching this weekend at uh, up in Detroit at Northridge Church and was working on a message for that. And I kind of had a message laid out, and it was based off some of the more common themes that we teach around on Christmas. And I kind of fell on this character that's kind of on the outskirts of the story. Hmm. And I think there's such an important lesson in this. And so I scrapped what I was working on, and I started working on this. And I'm not done with it yet, but I have a little bit of it. But let me give you the setup, okay? Okay. So at, at the time of the birth of Jesus, we're told through Scripture that God has been silent for 400 years. So you have the book of Malachi. That's the last book of the Old Testament. Matthew's the first book of the New Testament. But there's this 400 year span where God is apparently silent. And the way the Jewish tradition worked is every year they would send, they'd select a priest, he'd be the high priest, who'd go into the Holy of Holies to, you know, burn incense, do the traditions, but hopefully hear a word or a revelation from God. For 400 years, they selected a priest, sent him in there, 
to hear from God, get some kind of revelation, some kind of word for them, and the priest hears nothing. They do this year after year, century after century, priest after priest. You know, and it's you can imagine it's a little defeating because nobody ever prepares us. We talk pretty much our whole Christian life. We prepare people to hear from God, but we never taught people or prepared people. What do you do when God's silent? Mm-hmm. And you can't hear anything. And you wonder, does he know? Does he care? And I think that's where the Jewish people were. They were like, does God know anymore? Does he care? It's 400 years of the silence. Uh, but one year, this is the, right around the time of the birth of Jesus, they select a priest by the name of Zechariah. Zechariah is married to a woman named Elizabeth, who is Mary's cousin, Mary, the mother of Jesus. Are you following me? Yes, I'm just like in my brain Do I need to draw a family tree? Yeah, but I'm laughing because like often you don't even know my middle name and somehow you've got this whole family tree in your head. (laughs) I know your family tree for the most part. Uh, But so there's Zachariah, right? And and something happened. You know, Zachariah goes in to the Holy of Holies, just like the priests have been doing for 400 years. And this time something's different. Everything changes. God breaks his silence. And essentially what God tells Zechariah through an angel is, um, hey, you're going to have a son. And uh, you and Elizabeth are going to have a son. His name is going to be John. This would become John the Baptist. That Again, if you grew up in the Christian tradition, you've heard of John the Baptist. So Zechariah would be his dad. You're going you're to have a son. Well, his response, I mean, he's shocked, right? Mm-hmm. Because he probably wasn't expecting to hear anything from God. It's been 400 years. And all of a sudden, there's this angel here with this, this word, and his response is doubt. In fact, he responds almost, it, it sounds a little snarky. He's like, how can this be? We're too old. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's funny because he says, he says, I am old, and my wife is pretty far along in her years, which is, <laughs> he's like, I'm old. And she's the same age as me. I just got to be right? nice about it. I just got to be nice about the way I say this. So his response is doubt. And so the angel comes back almost with what sounds like a punishment. The angel says, essentially, because of your doubt, because you didn't believe this, you are now going to be mute or silent. You're not going to be able to speak until the birth of your son, John. Dang. Until it happens. And God's saying essentially to Zechariah, I need you to be a voice of what I'm doing in this world right now, but your faith is too small, so I've got to silence you so other people don't have a faith as small as you. Yikes. Isn't that kind of crazy? Yes. But, but see, what God knows is God knows unbelief is contagious, right? He knows fear is contagious. He knows excuses yeah. are contagious. And so he doesn't want Zachariah impacting Elizabeth or anybody else in the community because the whole community, by the way, is gathered outside of this tent that Zachariah goes into, okay. all waiting to hear, did God say something? Mm-hmm. So he comes out and he can't say what happened because he, he can't speak. Okay. But I, I, I don't know. I, it, it's like God saying, hey, you're not going to be able to speak until after I've done this miracle and your wife gives birth to the son, then you'll be able to speak again. He's like, I wanted you to be a voice of what was going to happen, but now you're just going to be able to be a voice of what has happened. Mm-hmm. Now, this is exactly where I got really convicted because I think it's kind of easy at this point in my life to be a voice for what has happened. And that is most often, I think for most of us, that's what Christmas really is about. For those of us who believe Mm -hmm. in Christmas and the birth of Jesus, it's really the celebration of what has 
happen. And we gather and we sing these beautiful songs like Silent Night and Away in the Manger. We might light a few candles. We'll set up a manger scene. All good things, right? But I mean, we should celebrate and remember this amazing moment that did happen 2,000 years ago. But it's about a lot more than that. It's about still believing that God is working and still doing miraculous things in our life. Mm-hmm. You know, my, my challenge here, I think for all of us, especially those of us who, you know, claim to be followers of Christ, is that in all the gathering you do over Christmas and all the different traditions that you follow, just remember that God wants us to believe not only in what He did in the past, He wants us to believe in what He can do in the future. Mm-hmm. Which obviously for me, I think, takes a different level of faith. That's why I call this audacious faith. Yeah. Audacious faith is not something you have for something that's already happened in the past. That, that might take faith, especially if you weren't there to see it or witness it. So it takes a level of faith. But audacious faith is a different level of faith where you're believing in something that has yet to happen. And I believe, I believe this to be true about my own life, and I believe this to be true of anybody who claims to be a follower of God, is He wants us to be a voice of what's yet to happen. He wants us to be a voice of hope. He wants us to be a voice that's always calling people to a better future. He wants us to be a voice that's calling people out of the present and into the unimaginable tomorrow that only God can create. Hmm. And I think, not to get too technical, but that's what we try to do with this podcast. Yeah is be a voice for hope and a voice for the future that, you know, you may not be where you want to be today, but it doesn't mean that you have to stay there forever. There is hope. That's the most simple definition of hope is believing that tomorrow could be better than today. Yep. That's the end of our podcast uh, tagline is to remind you of the possibilities that lie ahead. Yeah. Now, what I think is really interesting, too, about this character, Zachariah, and this is what really kind of hit me, is I don't think Zachariah's problem was that he didn't believe that God could do it. I think he couldn't believe that God could do it through Through him. him. Yeah. Right? And so I think there's a lot of people, maybe you right now listening to this, you believe that God can do some pretty amazing things. You just don't believe that he can do it through you. And I think that often what God is waiting for is for us to believe not only in who He is, but who we are in Him. Mm-hmm. And so He's waiting for us to declare that truth, the truth that you matter, right? The truth that you're loved, the truth that you're created in His image, the truth that God has not forgotten you, the truth that um, He's created you with intention, the truth that God's waiting on you to step into your calling and into your pur- purpose, And the truth that no matter how beaten up you are right now by life, no matter how many mistakes you've made, He can still use your life for something great. But you have to believe that, Mm -hmm. right? That you have a participation on that. He's waiting for you to speak that truth, not just about Him, but who you are in Him. I love the idea, obviously, of believing that for ourselves, um, and then I love the other side of the coin of helping other people believe it for themselves. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because like, I think obviously when when you are full and you believe that for yourself, you can all f- turn the the table and oh. and help other people believe that. Because you know we've both been in seasons of our lives where we needed someone to remind us of that. Um, I just think it's such a great reminder to speak life into people and to speak hope into people because it's really easy. To just not, not by, you know, not meaning to not, but just not being intentional in doing it. But I don't know, I just, that that kind of 
flickered in my mind when you yeah. said that is I, I love the opportunity and I can think of people right now in my life who have said things to me in the past, like, you know, six months of this is what I see for you. You're yeah. doing great. You can do it. There's a future. So yeah. Yeah. It's, e- it's easy to believe. I think it's easy to believe in God's goodness. I think it's very difficult to believe in the goodness he's put in us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's where we have so much doubt that comes up. And um, just this is just kind of a side note. I don't want to talk about this a lot, but uh, at the time of this recording, we just found out a few hours ago his name's Twitch, right? It's not his real name. Yeah, his real like, name's Steven. He's yeah. a dancer, DJ with Ellen. Yeah, and he was on the show, So You Think You Can Dance. Yeah. And he had a platform in his own right outside of Ellen, but he was just genuinely to me. And we both talked about this this morning. Seemed genuinely like such a light in yeah. the world, and it I believe so he, I happy believe he and, was a light yeah. and full of joy. And if the news reports are true, um, I obviously don't have firsthand knowledge of this, but it sounds like he probably took his own life. It, what was he forty? Mm-hmm. And I, I just again side note, but if you're struggling and you feel lost or you feel unworthy or you feel unlovable, like, please ask for help. Like, say something. You are worthy. You are lovable. You do matter. And I I get, I've had seasons where it's hard for me to believe that about Mm -hmm. myself. Mm -hmm. Um, But if that's where you're at, will you reach out to somebody, call somebody, email us, whatever. But, like, don't don't sit in that alone. You you don't have to sit in that alone. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's really true. So, sorry, I was just kind of a little side note, but... I think the bottom line for me and what I got out of this whole story of Zechariah, which is a very just small little dot in this larger Christmas story, is I don't want Christmas to simply just be about what God did 2,000 years ago. Although that would probably be more than enough, Mm -hmm. right? I want Christmas to be about what God is still waiting to do in my life, what God is still waiting to do in your life that is yet to come. Yeah, because that's really the story of Christmas is hope. Yes. You know, like it's easy, like you said, to focus on it being like a one-time event that, you know, happened. But the reason God sent his son was to give us hope and a future and a promise of tomorrow. That's right. So I think that's such a great reminder because I am so guilty of just being celebratory of something that I believe happened, but not actually remembering or even applying it to myself yeah. like in the in the present so i love that that's really good yeah i i think to to really live the life god's called us to again we can't just believe in what god can do we have to believe in what god can do through us mm-hmm. which takes a level of truth and looking at who you are and who he's created you to be mm-hmm. even with all your limitations with all your faults with all your temptations with all your addictions patterns whatever it might be that even in the midst of all that, that God created you to matter, that you have value, that you are loved, that he did create you with intention and you do have a purpose. Yep. All that's so good. Yep. So true. I love that. So that's what I want to kind of hold on to going into this Christmas. Yeah. I mean, that's perfect. It's such a, like, I don't know. I just, anytime that we can remind people that they matter. I think that's our, our whole goal with this podcast. Um, that was our whole 2022 Oh, we're done Speaking for the of, year, huh? Speak, yeah, so we'll be off until um, 2023. We'll come back at the beginning of 2023, one of those first couple weeks. Um, but we're going to 
take a break and enjoy some time with family and we'll be traveling here and there. So we'll have lots of stories when we come back in 2023. Yeah, join us in January. I have no idea what we're going to be doing, (laughs) but I do know this uh, because we're always very intentional about this. We love to take advantage at the beginning of the year and the natural momentum like that's there just the the turning the page of that calendar to a new year for some reason opens us up to transformation to change to living with more intentionality yep. living that design life versus a default life so i'm sure we'll be doing some stuff around that that'll hopefully equip you encourage you empower you to make 2023 the best year yet yeah i feel a challenge coming on like a challenge Ooh. that we all do together i'm in let's do it i'm in um and as a reminder if we talked about the beginning if you are interested in that course even if it's for yourself like get a gift to yourself you matter self-care that's right <laughs> Um, but I mean, I think this talk is so relevant to that because it's like, if you feel like you don't know what your purpose is, or you're a little lost in what your future holds. That's a great, you know, practical way beyond just believing that there's more is also just having some, some foundation for that. So. Yeah. A lot of people will say to me, uh, when it comes to coaching or a course like goal getter is, well, I don't have a big dream or goal. So why would I need that? It's like, uh, actually I, I don't believe that. Mm-hmm. I really don't. We all have a long history with unmet goals and dreams that then kind of force us to downplay those things that are inside of this. This course kind of helps draw some of those things out. Yeah. Too. And I think, I'm living this currently, so I can speak to this a little bit, but I feel like going through this gets you in the mindset of dreaming again and Mm. becoming inspired. Even if you don't know what that exact goal is, a lot of times if it is for like a young adult or, you know, maybe it's your husband or your wife or your friend, if you're kind of going through that, a season of uncertainty, there's a good chance they don't maybe even know what they want to do. That was where I was um, for a lot of my life. And so I think even going through these things inspires you enough to start to dream again. Mm. Um, And I, I know that's how I'm wired. I can't, put pen to paper. I can't be practical, practical about a goal until I get kind of lit on fire about potential. So that's just some encouragement. If there's not like a specific goal, don't get misled by the name, but uh, it does obviously help you chase them. So thegoalgettercourse.com. Um, if you can't remember that, just go to Pete's website, petewilson.co and it's on there too. And yeah, follow us on Instagram so we can like you know, catch up over the holidays. Uh, we love to see what you guys are doing too. So we are both on Instagram. That's where we kind of live. So until we meet again in our 2023 podcast year, um, Merry Christmas Christmas. (laughs) and happy new year. And that was another good good talk. talk.